Welcome to the Lionfish Podcast. Today we are at Reef CI in Belize on Tom Owens Key, about 25 miles south of Placencia. And we had a really exciting dive this morning, and it's been a really exciting couple of weeks. We've been building lionfish traps from reefsave.org. And today we've got Sal, we've got Phil, we've got Anthony, we've got Willie, and me. I'm Scott. Um, and we just want to talk about what we just uh, tested and how it went. So Sal, tell us about ReefSave just kind of quickly, and then we'll get into the testing today. Sure. ReefSave's mission is to find self-funding solutions to the issue of the lionfish, uh, invasive lionfish. And so we've been working with Dr. Giddings of NOAA, um, working on the development of the trap uh, and improving its performance. Our goal is to make it more efficient for fishermen to catch lionfish and make it profitable so that they will be able to do it profitably and not rely upon government or taxpayer money. Right. And tell us about the last two weeks we've spent here um, working with the local uh, team here at Reef CI. Sure. What we've done is we're in a partnership now with Reef CI to test in Belize. Um, in 2019, we started in Beckway in 2018 actually and we've been doing various tests over the years and working on improving the, the trap so that we could lower the cost and make it easier to build outside of the United States where they don't have resources to everything. In the last two weeks what we've been working on is um, finding the resources that we need to be able to build the traps uh, and also help with methods to increase the efficiency of spearing as well as well as training new divers um, to be able to spear lionfish safely without harming the reef. Right. Uh, Phil, tell us a little about what you do with the lionfish. And, uh, so here. I work on various aspects of uh, market-based solutions to lionfish management, um, from commercialization of lionfish as a fishery to jewelry and other handicrafts made from parts of the lionfish that are previously discarded. So the idea of traps is really um, quite attractive, both from an economic or commercial and ecological perspective, because one of the main limitations on lionfish management is the ability to capture or harvest lionfish at depths below those accessible to recreational divers. And the research is uh, increasingly um, suggesting that the larger lionfish and the lionfish that are spawning are doing this at depth. So the ability to capture lionfish um, at those depths will make a huge impact, both in terms of um, um, removals, the regular removals that are required, but also uh, having an alternative harvesting methodology, which can be used by fishermen and conservation organizations. One other aspect of the traps, as well as the associated fads, is that if they're located in areas away from coral, it allows for novice uh, spearers to be able to spear safely without harming um, nearby coral or sponges. Nice. Uh, and Anthony, uh, you've been doing a lot of work with lionfish in Belize. Why don't you tell us what you guys do? Yeah, sure. So I'm one of the co-founders for Netless Catch, and our goal is to help create market-based solutions for fishermen with invasive species to help improve their livelihood. 
And we're pretty excited about what can happen with the traps too because of how it can improve the quality of the cat shoe that the fishermen are getting, allow us to pay them more for it, and also have them find a new spot that they can go for lionfish too. Because like Phil was talking about too, certain areas that you're going to, you might be clearing out the lionfish there, but they're still there at the lower depths. So we're pretty excited about the use with the traps with the fishermen as well as the fads and the ways to help them find new lionfish and even bring more in for the catch to even get them paid more. And you're you're basically gathering that fish and, and prepping it and freezing it and then shipping it mm -hmm. uh, pretty much to the USA right now? or Yep, to the USA. So we flash freeze it to keep the good taste with it and then all that's being exported to the US and looking at really expanding the lionfish market there too outside of Florida into other states as well. Right, because you're from the Midwest and there's not a lot of lionfish in the Midwest. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> um, okay, and Willie, you run this show here at Reef CI. Yes, I do. Um, tell us about the experience with all the, the trap making here and, yes. and learning it all. So this shop is very new to me and we tried it out this morning. I see we're very good. And so hopefully it works because we want to uh, get more lionfish and because where we spear we don't catch too much and we want to implement more lionfish meat in our menu and reduce less meat. And so we spear them every single day apart from that we dissect them. Yep. <laughs> Great. And then uh, the contraption you have out there that uh, Sal brought and left here for you guys. Um, how was that your first experience with bending yes, all those? So the first experience, it was difficult. And why? Uh, because we we didn't um, bend it the right way. We were bending. We put these rebars on the opposite side, and it wasn't working. So I had to make more strength. It wasn't working, and when we realized it wasn't placed properly. Yeah. And but then it, when it was placed properly, it was it was then easy to bend. Yeah, and for, yes. for those of you listening that's not sure what it's made of, it's made out of rebar, and they have to put loops in it and bend it in certain angles. And uh, you, you know, when you're dealing with, was it a 20 foot rebar? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's a 20 foot rebar that has to be moved around and bent. And uh, Sal brought this great contraption that was custom made for it. It's really really cool. You can move move parts to get different bends and. Um, yeah, and when it all comes together, uh, we were testing it on land here yeah. uh, from a tree, dropping it down. Yeah. Um, and then the final test was this morning. And Sal, tell us about your expectations going into this test and then what you thought, how it went. Well, you know, I kind of, I don't want to sound pessimistic, but I know that, you know, from experience in doing this in the past, nothing works out perfectly. But the beauty of the design of the trap is it allows for a lot of variation. You don't have to have everything perfect. You don't have to have exactly the certain materials um, because certain things just aren't available everywhere. You know, in the United States, we can go to Home Depot and get whatever we want. That's not available here. It's not available in most of the Caribbean and most of the areas that are affected. So our goal is not only to be able to teach people how to build the trap, um, but show that you don't need to be perfect and you don't need to have exactly the type of materials that we're using in the United States. And, and that proved out here with the difficulty we had in finding net. Yeah. You know, who would have thought that in Belize you couldn't find net? But, you know, part of the um, program that they're doing uh, to minimize the gill nets means that it's hard to find net. But we did, thanks to Anthony. Um, he found a fisher who had some net and we were able to use that. Um, yesterday we were able to, we had built the trap here, uh, yesterday we were able to do two tests, one at 30 feet, one at 60 feet. 
And today we finished with the deep test, which was at 101 feet. And that's really, that's really what you need to do to make sure that it works. Um, as I indicated, what happens is when you deploy the trap, you have to make sure that you do not hold on to the line because it will tend to make the trap fall over. And after we took those steps today, uh, and it was deployed with throwing everything into the water at once, it came down perfect. Um, we have, the whole crew was amazing. Everybody who participated did what they were supposed to do. I can't be more thankful for everybody's help. Really, it was amazing and perfect. Um, I'm very, very pleased with everything that, that's happened here. Just a little bit of uh, additional context and testimonial to Reef CI. Um, Willie was a little bit modest, perhaps, but um, as recognized by the current National Lionfish Management Strategy of Belize, uh, Reef CI represents the single most significant ongoing uh, lionfish removal effort in the country. Uh, since 2014, between 2014 and 2019, uh, they removed over 37,000 lionfish, wow. which, as I said, is the single most um, important ongoing removal effort in the country. Yeah, and um, we have uh, the, the Lionfish Patrol app, and we're collecting data from 22-something countries using the app for catching lionfish. Belize is the number two volume-wise of lionfish coming out of uh, on the on the app um, and there's only one two three four locations that are using the app right now but it's still the second largest volume-wise so and that's only going to get better and that's great um, and we've taken the lionfish patrol app to do a trapper account so as you're using the trap you can document how many fish are coming through soap time uh, any bycatch that type of thing so you can uh, really become more efficient at the trap use going forward so that's also exciting news. Um, so, Sal, what was going through your mind when you, it landed, like uh, the moon landing, poof, perfect, and it just opened up, like, it was, it was beautiful? Well, I have experience, a lot of experience in working on the traps and developing the traps from the prior tests, um, from the observations of why it fell over at the 60-foot test. I knew what the issue was, and then once we remedied that, it worked perfectly and it will work correctly every time as long as it's deployed properly. Um, and I was very, very happy. Sometimes, you know, we're, we're at deep depths and we have to coordinate everything and every person involved has to do their part at the right time, make sure the signals are right and we're doing it correctly and that nobody does anything dangerous to get hurt. And everybody did their job perfectly. I, I couldn't get I couldn't be happier about the performance of everybody who participated. Um, the trap design is the design and it will work if it's deployed correctly. And that was the issue of why at the 60 foot we had one fall over. And this just proves that this is a great design and um, I think that by the end of the year our goal is once the permits are approved that we're going to get 50 traps in the water from Reef CI. Um, we're going to get a hundred fads in the water for, for training and testing purposes. And I think you're going to see a significant increase in the number of lionfish caught, um, which will mean that not only in Belize, but around the world, Reef CI will be the number one lionfish 
uh, testing and resource center. Right. What's great about the design, also credit to Dr. Giddings from NOAA and others who have been involved, is that they went into it with the objective of designing a lionfish-specific trap that would fulfill three criteria. One, that it would have z zero bycatch. Second, that there was no risk of entanglement. And third, that there was no risk of ghost fishing. And the design of a non-containment trap addresses the aspect of um, uh, both the, guy, the bycatch and also um, ghost, ghost fishing, but also the fact that the bait, if you will, is a fad yeah. rather than, um, than, than a, any kind of, a, of other bait. Lionfish are attracted by structure, much more so than by bait. So that's where the lionfish specific idea comes in. And, you know, other trap designs that have tried to focus to be lionfish specific are interesting but high technology and high cost, such as space rec uh, um, face recognition or shape recognition that will only open for lionfish. Well, that's a nice gimmick, but <laughs> it's not something that can be really done, yeah. you know, uh, at large scale. So and, and a simple last... design that works well and fulfills those criteria yeah. is really important. And there's not a lot of moving parts on this trap. No, at all. Very simple. It's basically rebar, yeah. net. Um, you could even, we use zip ties for speed purposes, but you could use string to tie the net on. Um, you could, so there's a lot of options in terms of material that can be used. And so that the audience understands. When we say FAD, that's the abbreviation for fish aggregation device. It's simply a piece of vinyl lattice that we cut into a shape. And that's all that's needed. Um, lionfish will aggregate around that and it, it will work. Well, and the great part, too, is the simplicity of it, too, from the fisherman's perspective. Because, like, the facial recognition stuff, like you were talking about, Phil, is interesting, but that's not something you're going to get fishermen to use. The simplicity of this trap is perfect for them, and it's interesting from the trap perspective as well as the fad perspective, because in normal context, those have a really bad reputation with fads catching all different types of fish, with traps catching bycatch. And what's cool about the fads and the traps for lionfish is it's kind of flipping that idea onto its head and changing the way that you think about traps and fads in general, which I think is super exciting. And the consumers care about it. That's what consumers really care about now is no bycatch and the way that the fish is actually being caught. I mean, we, we've done 140 tests of the trap. Um, I've personally inspected at least 80 times. I've seen a lot of things happen. Um, and there is virtually zero bycatch. We had three incidents, actually, no, two incidents and uh, it was because where we placed them. Mm -hmm. You know, if, they, if you put them on grass, we had two bar jacks that, that gilled themselves because they were diving down into the grass. So if you put them on sand, that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And we had one time a um, hermit crab crawled across the trap and just as it happened to be being pulled up, so we got that. But otherwise, it's almost impossible, not impossible, but the risk of bycatch is so incredibly low and I mean, we've tested it over and over and over again, and it, and it really does not get any bycatch. And the, the, all the work we've done, um, which is amazing, because today's our last day and we're prepping to leave the island, uh, and it all came together. The conditions were perfect, clarity was perfect, the drop zone was perfect, they dropped perfectly. It was, it was a really cool thing to be part of and watch. Um, 
and there's going to be a film of this and more information from this this couple of weeks here uh, on ReefSave, correct? Yes. What's the, the web address? ReefSave.org. Okay, so ReefSave.org will have um, so the information, some videos, some pictures, and Absolutely. Uh, and over time, we're going to also put all the testing that we've done in the past up there as well, so that if you really want to go through and see all the different tests that have been done over the years, you could, you'll eventually be able to see everything uh, and learn about it. Um, and I hope that uh, as these tests continue and as we work through this, we can get the public as excited as we are, uh, and I hope that they can chip in a little bit to help out and sponsor some traps. Right. Um, because that's really what we need. We need sponsorship so that we can get more traps in the water, get more data, and expand this uh, so that the fishers can start using this throughout Belize and in other countries as well. That's our goal. We want to expand into other countries once we know we have a proven concept. Right. And Willie, this would be a great uh, training ground here at Reef CI yeah. for people to come over and see them in action, see them how, to, how they're deployed, see how they're pulled up. Um, see how they're caught, how to how to track the data, um, so people can go to Reef CI. Yes, they and can come here. For example, uh, we're on the mainland. If you want to talk to me, I live in Placencia, and if you want more experience, we can during the weekend we can bring you out here. We can train you how to do the trap, and also videos. We can show videos and see how it works. Okay, um, and the web address for Reef CI? So Reef CI, uh, Reef CI. Um, Reefci.com. Yes. Reef, the letter C, the letter I.com. Which stands, or dot org, right? What? Is it dot org or dot com? Dot com. Dot com. Dot com? Dot okay. com, yes. Okay. And, and from there, they can, uh, so Reef CI stands for Reef Conservation International. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the bulk of what you do lately is strictly lionfish, right? Just lionfish, yeah. Apart from that, just educational, for example, um, presentation on coral place to visit in Belize, history of Belize, so you learn not only about the ocean, but also the, about the country and people of Belize. Yeah, and you, you uh, go on Lion Fish Patrol five days a week. Yes. There's multiple divers with uh, spears, um, and you take out a ton of lionfish. Yes, we do. Okay, so and, and you're excited about the trap? Yes, I'm very excited, and and um, next week we'll build some more, so it's just a beginning, and hopefully we can get this live soon from the fisheries department so that we can deploy them. That's great. That's great. Well, Sal, uh, thank you for all the work you do, everything you do for, for the lionfish industry. Phil, thanks for everything you do, um, all your knowledge around the, the world for all the different locations. Anthony, <laughs> what you're doing here in Belize is awesome. I, I, I hope you have great luck with that. Um, and Willie, uh, you guys run a great, great organization here. Just, I, I'm blown away by it. It's absolutely incredible. So if any of you out there want to do uh, a dive vacation, go to Reef CI. If you want to just learn about lionfish, uh, learn how to hunt lionfish, you want to learn about traps, go to Reef CI. For the value, uh, I don't think you're going to find anything better value-wise that gives you so much diving uh, five days a week, multiple dives, uh, night dives. It's just, it's incredible. So go to Reef CI, learn more, uh, help out, donate if you can. It's a great organization and get involved. Sal, Phil, Willie, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> great job great uh, great time working with you guys and i look forward to uh more time together in the future thanks yeah.